everybody. This is our April Fool's episode. There's no news in it. None whatsoever. Just thoughts. No brain. Today we're going to talk about how me and Rachel met and then we're going to talk about our dating life. Rachel's dating life now is like perfectly amazing. I'm still <laughs> single as a beetle. But um, I do have some pretty funny stories that I had to, I wanted to tell Rachel before because they were so atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've got some some fun times today for the 1st of April. And I'm so happy that I have my co-host Pauline here to help me out. So, um, so <laughs> if you've been keeping up with us for a while, you probably know that Rachel is like in New Jersey slash New York and I'm in North Carolina. Those are obviously pretty far away. So um, over the summer, we both were like, let's do an internship. We didn't know each other this time. So we were just signing up for internships, going about life. I was having a terrible time. And then eventually we met at this place that we cannot name because we could get in trouble for defamation. So we cannot name it. We met at this place and Rachel was like in charge of like making a podcast for them. And then like, I also was working on this, but I was also making articles. And then we realized that this place was really weird. Yes. <laughs> Crazy stuff going on. Like, it was an experience. So it made us meet at like the weirdest times. Like there was one meeting that I had to do at like 10 o'clock. It, they would be like 9 30 p.m. Eastern time. So yeah, this was like for context. I graduated in fall of 2021 after that semester, but uh, the summer before I had been looking for an internship. I majored in like theater arts and then I minored in politics and human rights. So I was like, okay, like, you know, maybe I'll focus my efforts looking at like a, like a nonprofit organization or like maybe that I could intern for and apply that to the work there. The interview process, like wasn't really an interview. They were just like, you're in. And I was like crazy, but kind of weird. And there wasn't a whole lot of questions asked. So I was like, okay. I was, I think at the time that I actually had the interview for the, for the um, internship, I was on vacation uh, with my partner and like I had like figured out that I had gotten in. So I was like, oh, okay, like it's fine, whatever. Um, so then I started school and it was like, it totally changed directions. But I think I found it on Shag internships or something. Oh my God, that's actually where I found mine too. Okay, <laughs> let me set the scene for everybody. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. My neighbor just started like using his motorcycle. So our ground was vibrating and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> okay, setting the scene. My life is going terrible. It's been a year almost since my mom's died. It's okay. She was incredibly abusive and it was a terrible time. I was having a terrible time in life um, at this point. And I was like trying to figure out like, do I work? Do I not work? Um, while I'm trying to figure out college. And for everybody who doesn't know, I'm graduating two years early from getting my bachelor's degree. And I usually take about six to seven classes every semester. So I do a lot of school. And essentially the trade-off has been for the last year and a half that like, I just don't work like at a physical place. And I just do a lot of working from home slash like babysitting and nannying. And so I was doing that, but like, I was kind of like going through that thing that everybody that's like our age goes through, which is like, I'm nothing, I'm terrible and I hate myself. Um, so I was like, I'll sign up for an internship. Even though I didn't really want to, I was signing up for a whole bunch. I used Chegg, I used Handshake, um, but I did find this one on hand, on Chegg, I think. And I remember they were like, we want to schedule an interview. And I was so excited. I think I like started like singing. I think I was so happy. So I did like the interview and they were like, they said a whole bunch of like really bizarre things, like not bizarre, but um, essentially that they were a startup, but they didn't really know a lot about interning. So I actually did have another internship like interview somewhere else too. 
Um, just that one was in person. So I opted out not to do it. They gave us like, they were giving all their interns, like it was an unpaid internship, but they gave us incentive boxes, essentially every month that you were at the internship. So like you would get like, you know, a bag of coffee with like a coffee cup. If you've ever seen like what the Apple people get, they get AirPods and like iPads and stuff like that. They have been doing unpaid internships for about, I think what she told me, like a year and a half. Uh, they didn't know how to like you like there there just were lots of things that they weren't utilizing and you know all unpaid internships are basically just free labor but this was like free labor but to a completely different extent because none of their employees were paid like and it wasn't a nonprofit like they were trying to make money but the only people that were actually making money were the owners nobody else was making money and from what we understood is that like our boss quote unquote was like he had been an intern there for a while like he was a really sad guy too but he was so sad all the time truly I didn't even know ahead of time because when I had had my interview when when like the person who was like I guess the HR person or whatever who was talking to me quote-unquote HR person because I don't think anything really was official there but when they were talking to me they were like you're gonna work like you just have to commit to a certain amount of hours and like you know keep track of them and everything And, uh, you know, we'll just compensate you for that. Oh, like compensated. Like, I think that this has some kind of like credit or paid or something like that. They like told me that in the interview. And then I went to go like talk with this like supervisor or whatever that Pauline's talking about, the sad guy. He was like, yeah, like, I don't know. Somebody must have miscommunicated that to you. And I was like, what? What? Like, what do you mean? are you sure? And then he was like, yeah, I, I, I literally don't know how, how that was miscommunicated. She, she told me I'd be compensated. Like that would imply that there's some kind of compensation for the work I'm doing. And he was like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I was really bummed about that because I was also like, I was hoping to get this internship for credit Um, it just didn't quite like work out in my favor that I did get the credit for that class or for the internship that it would be like a class. So then I had to take another class on top of the internship to, uh, graduate in order to graduate with all of like my credits filled out and everything. So that was super annoying because first I thought that I was going to be able to get credit. Then I thought I was going to get like paid or compensated or something. And I was not (laughs) because they informed me wrong about that like garbage (laughs) yeah yeah and Polly I don't know if I told you about that or not but that was like no I didn't actually know about that that was mad weird and I was so upset about it I was like are you kidding me like because I was like well if this is it just uh yeah it was a little bit of a mess there in that way too so the whole place was super unorganized most of the people there I think everybody except two people were um interns quote unquote but like the, per- the people who were getting paid, like the head of the company or whatever, the head of the startup was like never showing up to meetings, like for anything that we had to do. Like, it was very strange. I think I saw him like once in a meeting. Yeah, they were also just like incredibly disorganized. They, um, they wouldn't let us like, they essentially told us to run the entire podcast, but we had like no rights to it. And that's when we decided yeah. to like leave because yeah. we had put in so much work to it. Like we obviously like me and Rachel are like way better friends now, but like, but at the time, like we were just like, does anybody else think this is weird? Like it was literally like that, that like thing where you're just like all sitting there. You're like, okay, 
who's gonna who's gonna say it first because like <laughs> because all of us thought it was like really fucking bizarre what was going on because like so for the most part with most podcasts you have to have a distributor they wouldn't let us find a distributor they wouldn't let us upload it on youtube but they wouldn't let us do anything with it they just wanted to upload this podcast on their website mm-hmm. and they expected to make money off of it mm-hmm. we were like no it does not work like that yeah it, i guess it was sort of a thing of like this the company we were working for it was like we were interning for one specific like branch of this company and this branch of the company had been like uh it was supposed to be like a news distributor kind of thing not we were trying to become like more centralized when we were there oh let's like say things and like a neutral bias and it was more like like secret undercover republicans yeah this like so we were working for that branch of the company essentially that was like the news thing and then they had like a bunch of other branches of the company. Like, I guess they were trying to be like a parent umbrella sort of. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. Like they had like one thing that they like branched out of mm-hmm. and then like they came up with, it just sounded like they weren't organized. Like they had all these ideas that they hadn't like fully developed yet, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was a social media thing. There was like uh, like a justice kind of inclined initiative apparently there was a thing for cannabis like a bunch of weird there was a lot of just like random we don't really talk about her much because she likes to stay hidden um <laughs> but we also met like our social media manager there named Reva, and we all kind of do like the social media management and this really is like it we she really is like an intern for us because mm. like we actually let her intern but and she just for the most part like helps us like with um our post and she does a lot of our story and a lot of like our interactions and setting up things but her name is Rava and we actually met her there too but our first red flag is they let a 15 year old intern Mm -hmm. like she was really young and she wasn't like the youngest one there either because I remember there being like a like they were talking about like like there was also like a 14 year old there at one point like they let a lot of really young people intern and not that there's anything wrong with letting young people intern but it is almost unheard of letting a 14 and 15 year old intern at a company so we were kind of just like (laughs) you're right you're completely right yeah um yes we love Reva and Reva's great and when you look at our Instagram most of the stuff that you see is uh Reva's hand at work so thank you Reva that was another yeah that was another thing that was a little bit weird to me because again Yes, there are definitely internships out there that are like inclined toward high schoolers or like work specifically like with schools to like get students there. But usually they all consist of like 15 year olds. There's not like 24 year olds and 22 year olds and 18 year olds because at the time of the internship, I was only 18. So I thought that was really fucking weird. I was like, why are the age differences so varying? Like, oh yeah, like I was originally like an article writer because like mm. nine months ago I wanted to be a freelance writer. But <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll just write for this company so people can look at my work. One of my articles that I wrote was really nice and I did really like it, but it turns out that I like to do other things. This might be helpful for like a timeline actually for reference. So yeah, it was like I started the internship. I had just moved back uh, into the city after the summer. So I had just moved into a new place, super chaotic, a lot of stuff going on. School is starting. It's my last semester at school. I'm trying to have a good time. And um, 
I was writing these like articles or whatever as well, like Pauline was. So we were writing articles like for their news outlet or whatever, their like website, just covering what was going on and covering, you know, news stories that were coming out like immediately kind of. But they had this idea that they really wanted to do a podcast where they would talk about the issues in kind of a more long form sort of thing. So they were like, oh, like you have a background in theater, like, and I was telling them, you know, United Sound and everything. So I'd love to work on the podcast or whatever. And I thought that it was a great opportunity because I was like, well, this is what I'm interning for. Like I can learn a new skill and everything. And I'd been interested in podcasting for like a hot second. So I thought that it would be good, especially because like you can do so much with sound editing and everything. First, it was like just me and our like quote unquote boss. He was a Rick. Rick. Yes. Pickle Rick. He, yeah. 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 Um, No, he was much moodier than that. Like, uh, oh my God, Edward Cullen. He was much like Edward Cullen. Yes. Brooding. 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 Yeah. He was so sad for some reason. And he always would like wear the most random shirts. I'm talking like like the Incredible Hulk shirts, which, you know, not my favorite MCU person. Um, So there's that. But and then he would just like put on a suit and tie. Like the tie would just be like dangling like off of his crew neck. It was really weird. He was a a really weird. But he yeah. So at first it was just me. And then he was like, oh, my God, Pauline, you're somebody else who I guess I can throw on this podcast. Let me throw you on. Um, oh, what he said to me was, and I've heard this comment from several people in my life. He was like, obviously right now I sound incredibly nasally, but typically speaking, when I meet people for the first time, I'm like, hi, my name is Pauline. And my voice is like way higher. And it's my customer service voice. And he goes, you have a nice voice. And I go, thanks. <laughs> and he goes, would you, uh, would you be interested in, um, um and like helping with a podcast and I go uh sure (laughs) that is how that happened it was super weird you know I guess that he turned out to be fate in that instance because here we are today recording a podcast talking about it but like six months later which is kind of crazy it is crazy but yeah so that's how we like started the podcast together essentially he was like okay like so like how does this work and I was like how does how does this work? How does this? I I was gonna ask you the same thing, sir. Like how does this work? Um, and he was like, yeah, you know, like um, because I thought maybe he knew somebody who knew how to podcast. Like I was gonna talk to somebody or something. Uh, then we like we started to kind of figure it out. We came together. We made this whole episode. Like we put together a whole episode. Um, oh my god, it was like two hours of fucking pain. We were talking about what, what the fuck were we talking about? We were talking about women's rights, but it was specifically oh, it was like the the abortion bill. Yeah, it was at the time there was like a very I think Roe versus Wade was like being challenged. Yeah, and then but he made us like write a script for if you guys like obviously you don't know what our stuff looks like. You're not in our Google Drive with us, but like. <laughs> So, like, we do all of the research, and then we, like, both of us do the research separately, so we both, like, are educated on the topic, and then we kind of just, like, come together, talk to you guys about it, then we talk amongst ourselves, and then we're like, what the fuck, yeah, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not script at all. We didn't we didn't write it down. We were just like, I was like, you know what would be a cool idea for an episode? Rachel was like, yeah. <laughs> so that's where we got now, but we had to do an entire script, so instead of it being like, hey, everybody, it was like, 
Hi, my name is Pauline Costin, and my name is Rachel Barinsky, and we are Let's Learn About the Uterus. Like, it was so painful to yeah. listen to. It was terrible. Genuinely, like, it's like that meme, you know that meme where it's like, oh, like, you're in his DMs, like, I'm XYZ. This is like, this situation was like, you're in his DMs, I'm in his Google Drive, because this like our boss was seeing exactly what we were going to say on like it was ridiculous I was like I'm a playwright and I don't think I've ever seen any one of my actors ever stick to a script or or write like like this like this is insane um and yeah it was like absolutely terrible like I can't so eventually we, I, I told, I think I told Rava and Rachel and I was like, yo, I'm not staying in the podcast anymore. This is stupid. And I was like, however, I think it would be really cool if we actually did a podcast because I really like it. And Rachel was like, dude, that would be awesome. And I was like, yeah. And then, yeah. And I'm sorry, both me and Rachel sound very nasally right now. Pauline caught my cold actually from. Yeah. Over many it, was, it was like a Zoom cold. Yes. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> but yeah that's where we are now but it really was just like like we've put a lot of work into the podcast like so much it's like it's kind of crazy to me to think about like yes like I mean because like when I was like before I had like shared my thoughts with Pauline and Rava and I'm just I was so angry I was like I'm doing literally like I sat down I took the time I had papers to write things to do and like friends to see I was like sitting down and like spending time editing this this like podcast that was so dense and so full of information and hard to digest had very little personality like we are a fun podcast now we were not a fun podcast before this is a fun podcast y'all let me tell you important to note that it wasn't our fault like yeah no it wasn't our fault because like it was like yeah, I, I was like, I'm spending so much time doing this and this is like not even worth it. So, oh, yeah, we finished it, but it let us post it anywhere. That's what made us want to quit. So, far. Yeah, no, that's what we forgot. Yeah. So, oh my God. It was like I had spent all that time editing and like we had spent the time, like all three of us together, to come together over Zoom, one of us on a time difference from the other two. So, oh, was- yeah meeting at like nine o'clock it was terrible (laughs) yeah and and like recording and stuff and then it was like I edited it and sent it to them with like everything that they needed I said all you've got to do is like figure out how to post it on streaming platforms and post it on the website we offered and they told us no yeah then they came back (laughs) to us and they were like yeah so we actually like can't, you know, put it on streaming platforms. And I was like, why? And Pauline was like, why? And then he was like, well, you know, like, I'd love to get to the point where we can, first of all, you don't technically need like any no, free, like Anchor is completely free. Yeah. So like, you don't need money ahead of time to put it up. But so he thought that you needed money to like put a podcast on Spotify and couldn't figure it out. And so he was like, yeah, you know, like, I'd love to get to the point where we can put money into like, you know, um, put it like, you know, putting the podcast out, but we just can't right now. And I was like, because the streaming platform that he wanted to upload it through, it was 99 cents. 
And he was like, no, 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 no. no. It was 99 cents, like the Macklemore, like Macklemore vibes. Like Rachel looked at each other quite literally. And we were like, this is dumb. Gotta say. Oh my God, have my finger. Um, okay, so I really like candles and obviously you can't see us for good reason, but it's usually because the whole time Rachel's talking, I'm listening, but I'm autistic. So <laughs> I'm really fidgety. So I'm actually autistic. That wasn't a joke. I'm actually autistic. Awesome. Um, I'm really fidgety and I really like playing with fire. So I'm always like lighting candles, um, like the whole time during our meetings. And I look like a second, but I have this froggy statue that holds my candles and my candles are going crazy. Going crazy. I don't know what they're up to. Anyway, so we left, we bounced, and then we put a whole bunch of this is where we get into our to my my crazy ex-boyfriend. You know that show, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Yeah, I had the same thing happen, but with my boyfriend. And it's really fun. So, um, I can't tell you his name, but Rachel, what do you think is a good name to call this person? Oh, shit. It's funny because I know his real name. Um, so I'm like trying to think of an equivalent. Um, Robert is his name. Robert. So for sake of, I don't want to get sued for defamation. My ex-boyfriend's name was Robert and his best friend's name was Blunt. I had a lot of, I had been dating this person for about two years. It was my longest relationship that I ever had. But he was incredibly unsupportive of me the entire time of our relationship. And we broke up because he, this is explicit, he sexually assaulted me in my sleep. So that was pretty fucking terrible. Um, but he, um, the worst thing that he ever did to me was he shit on me. He literally shit on me. He tried to fart in my face and he shit on my face. <laughs> but he also was really mean to me. And he would just like be yelling at me all the time. And he would just like, we would get into tons of arguments and he would like, he would go through my phone and like, I would like, he would go on like, and just like, he would look through my search history and he would see that I was reading like fan fiction or erotica. And I'm a woman. I don't watch porn. It's lame. I read. I read. That's what I do. And like, he would confront me while I was taking a shower or something. And I would be like, I don't think that's a big deal, yo. He would just be like, what is this? And I'd be like, um, I, anyway, um, I would find a lot of very disturbing things on his phone as well. Oh, he was just insane. And he was like, I have a porn addiction. And I was just like, oh my God, what's going on? And he was like, I'm sorry, I have a porn addiction. And I was just like, okay. Um, so there was just like constant yelling and constant just like anger in our relationship. But he would just do like terrible things that were just like unwarranted. But the biggest thing about this relationship that should have made me leave first, and it's important to know that I am a bisexual woman who is usually leaning towards women, not men. And I started that relationship when I was a very young, like I wasn't even an adult. I was 16. He would constantly say that he wasn't like gay or he wasn't bisexual. And his father was incredibly mean. And he would, um, they were, they said in a lot of microaggressions towards me, which we had to talk about like in private a lot, but he one time looked at his younger brother who at the time was 13 and was like, if you ever come out as gay, I will disown you. And before I disown you, I will beat the fuck out of you. And then I'll kick you out of my house. And I saw this happen, like with behold my eyeballs. I was just like, and I was like, um, Robert does your does your dad know that I'm I'm also bisexual and he was like yeah he doesn't have a problem with other bisexual people he has a problem if his children are gay and I was like what 
just like other bizarre things like he would just like pinch the tip of his penis and like throw it around like while it was hard in front of his best friend like in his face like his best friend would be sitting in a chair and he would be standing up and he would just like slap him in the mouth with his penis while I was sitting in the room and I'd be like that's not okay I'm really not okay with you doing that and he'd be like oh I'm not gay though and it's just like best friend behavior you just don't understand how guys react and like this would be a serious conversation I would be having a serious conversation about why I was not okay with him doing this. And he'd be like, no, you just don't understand how straight dudes act. You don't get it. He also literally shit on me one time. I think that that can- alone is enough. Literally- he also threatened because like his rear view mirror fell off and he was like, I'll kill us right now. I will flip this car over and we'll both end it. And I was just like, I just wanted to go to the beach. And then we drove all the way to the beach. This was like Labor Day weekend. And he was like punching his steering wheel and like punching his dash because he had a really old car. And I mean, like he was punching it. Like he was going to town on his fucking car. He was like, I hate you. And I hate this car. And I hate this world. And I just wanted to end. And I was just like, I just wanted to get swimming. <laughs> I just wanted to get in the water. <laughs> What's going but on? Dude, I literally just wanted to go for a swim. What do you yeah. mean? Holy fuck. Yeah, and he called me a terrible person one time because I almost broke up with him because he told me that he thought it was ridiculous and he thought that Black Lives Matter was a shame, a sham. And he said it was ridiculous that I was supporting it. And then when I was like, if you ever say that again, I'm literally going to break up with you. I don't think that's okay. He was like, you just don't understand. (laughs) Also, his mom one time had like Black friends in her house and the like the other person there was a white woman and it was her husband who was black and she made me come downstairs his mother made me come downstairs from his bedroom to touch my hair without asking and then offered if her like friend could touch my hair and her friend looked at her and said that's a microaggression and she was like no it's not and she was like did you not watch the the political video that we had to watch like in school and she was like or do you think I would I do let people do that to my daughter and she was like you didn't even ask if you could touch her hair and she was like yeah well Colleen's like a child of mine and I was just sitting there like oh they also wanted me to get pregnant all the time all the time it was really weird they kept touching my tummy and asking me when I was going to give birth and that was a super weird thing that happened a lot a lot like it was one of the reasons that like we split up but the main reason that we split up was because I was sexually assaulted but when I was sexually assaulted his mom was like Pauline, don't go to the police. Whatever you do, don't go to the police. Where did he touch you at? Because only certain parts of where he touched you at could count as sexual assault. Like, and I was like, are you serious right now? Is this a real conversation that's happening? Or am I having a seizure? Like, are you being serious? Am I literally having a conniption right now? Yeah, they were insane. I'm sorry you had to experience that. And I'm sorry you had to experience your shit boyfriend. That's like... Oh, it's okay. It makes for a really funny story now. Like, and he was definitely like one of those guys who like, if he knew that he couldn't solve a situation by just getting angry, he would just start frantically crying and gaslighting you. Like, I cannot tell you how many times he did that. I'm a person who likes to be left alone for periods of time. And it doesn't mean that I'm breaking up with you. It just means that I want to be by myself for a little bit because you're stressing me out. And I take seven classes of school. And at the time I worked a 50 hour job every week. And I was like, Hey, can you just, can I, can you just like not text me or come over this week? I'm really stressful. It's finals week. And he started crying and saying that, um, 
I was ruining their our relationship and that I was a failure and that he was a failure and that we were going to fail in life together. There was a lot of random things that were said. And I was just like, okay. And he would just come over my house and he would just like, he would always shit in our toilets for some reason, which I know like it shouldn't be a weird thing, but every time he was over here, he would poop and he wouldn't just poop once. He would poop like six times. And one time while I was sleeping, he farted like in my eye, like, and I like he farted in my eye. I, I got pink eyes several times from him because of his butthole in my face that it wasn't consensual. I didn't want it. I am literally deceased right now. I cannot. Didn't get an STD. Like, I'm amazed. 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 When you don't get the STD, but you do get a series of pink eye infections. Oh my God, it was terrible. Luckily, the guy is treatable pretty easily. But um, it is important to note that the time that he farted in my face, there was no warning. There, than like when he shit in my face, like he he, there was no warning. I just turned around. There was a butthole in my face, and then there was just shit on my body everywhere. And the shit got in my eye. It got in my mouth. It got in my nose. It was so gross. I was gagging. And then afterwards, he had the audacity to go, "Now you can never leave me." <laughs> I am a tarot deck girl, so I do have a tarot deck, and sometimes I'll be like is Robert doing bad today? And I'll say yes. And I go, <laughs> and I go about my day and my day's always better when it answers yes. It always answers yes. Never answers no. I feel like the universe, the universe probably knows that he's like totally messed up inside. Cause like, holy shit that I'm so sorry. I'm just so sorry you had to deal with that. I promise you it makes for a really funny story and I have a wonderful therapist. Yeah. But now he'll probably, um, I can't actually say where he works, but I hope he um, dies in the fryer. Yeah. Honestly, I think that this is a good lesson uh, for everybody to, first of all, believe women. Um, Always believe somebody who tells you any sort of sensitive information about something they've experienced. But um, second of all, uh, men, we don't need them. No, they're uh, they'll shit on your eyeball and give you pink eye. That song that's like that floated around TikTok that was like, I farted on your pillow because I didn't want you kissing anybody else. So you got pink eye. That was literally what he did. <laughs> Which, you know, it might be a funny story to like hear, like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. But like waking up for <laughs> that's the thing. I'm like, I don't even want to laugh because I can't imagine the distress, but I'm like, I can't, I, my physical reaction is just like, I'm like shock. I'm like oh. face other than Rachel, but it was literally like this. <laughs> it was just straight panic. I didn't know what was going on. And at the time, obviously my room was very bright and beautiful now because I'm a different person. But at the time I always had like blackout curtains. So it was just pitch black. So like I didn't know what was on my face. I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> no. Ah! Oh my god. <laughs> I thought it was just like my sleep paralysis demon. I didn't know what was happening. My villain origin story is this episode of the podcast, honestly. So Rachel, do you have any um, obscure dating stories to tell us? Oh, geez. Let me think. A lot of them, to be fair, a lot of them I've blocked out of my head. I'm like, damn, that was cringe. That was crazy. I'm going to just forget about it. <laughs> but um, 
I, funny enough, I have had, I'll just, uh, I'll mention mm-hmm. that I've had two stalkers. Isn't that crazy? Not one, but two, two of them. That is, that is insane. How did that uh, even happen? Funny enough, I also was in a similar situation with the car thing where it was like, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking kill us right now, which is like insane. I don't know why men do that. It's like, why do you want to crash your car, men? What is it's up? Also like, like, they'll be like, God damn it. My favorite guy lost the football game. Ah! Like, and then they just lose it. They just lose it. Like why? It's not that serious. Oh yeah. No, but, but yeah. So I had two stalkers and um, yeah, both of them, I look back and I'm like, wow. 16 year old Rachel was not at all equipped to handle insane boys um, at all. But like, um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of like funny stories I have that, that would be funny to tell. Um, Did you ever get shit on? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you know, I can say with 100% certainty, I have never been shit on. I've never been shit on on a. Um, okay. Have you ever been pissed on? Did that ever happen? <laughs> um, so actually, I did know R. Kelly for a hot second. No, I'm kidding. Totally kidding. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. Really quick. I've R. Kelly. And Ethan Klein pointed this out. But this man is insane. He just was like, nobody recognized that that man was like a serial rapist when he made us. And me and my mom talk about this all the time. We will just randomly go on a tangent about R. Kelly because he made a song where he was like, Bring your luggage, bring your passports, bring your IDs. <laughs> it's basically like, I raped you. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, woof. Yeah. I, um, I also experienced, um, yeah, some crazy, crazy people in my lifetime, but Actually, I do have a funny story that's not about me that I'm remembering now from high school that I think would be funny. There were these two people at my high school and they were the couple that kind of like dated like on and off all the time. Like they were together for a while and they had been together. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I think like of euphoria. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were definitely that couple. Um, and there, there's like a bunch of couples like that, I'm sure in every high school, but this was a couple that like was on and off, like all the time. And, um, I remember like, we used to have like school iPads or whatever, right. That like, we were like given by the school to use them. I remember it was a whole thing because they could see like what we were looking up, like the people in the tech office. So they could live check at any time, like what people were looking at. Cause it's a school iPad, obviously. So there was two kids who were sending emails back and forth and and like the girl of the partnership was like, oh my God, like you are not fingering me good enough. Like, um, (laughs) like, not text. Uh, They they didn't decide to text each other that. They decided to send this over the school email. And I remember hearing about it in the locker room from one of my friends and being like, oh my God. I like the little old nice man who lives in the tech office is going to see that. Is he going to be okay? Oh my God. I actually, I also have a funny um, story about sexual activities. Uh, so there were a lot of people that had sex, like when I was 11, 12 and 13 in my middle school, like a lot. But And I think I might've talked about this in a previous episode. I can't remember, but there was a gonorrhea epidemic that went around at my school. 
like 20 kids had gonorrhea from like one kid and I still to this day don't know where he got it from but um yeah there's just gonorrhea running around my school rampant gonorrhea that's crazy that's so insane gonorrhea it just sounds scary like Oh my god, I wish I wish you guys could see me because then I wish Rachel also had like video editing magic because could you imagine like that Squidward thing but my face gonorrhea <laughs> <laughs> literally literally this is me talking about STDs. What's another one? Oh chlamydia. I get like an info series about STDs where it's just me a Squidward warning children. <laughs> please. Oh my God. First day for sex week, please. But, um, holy crap. Wow. Uh, people really need to get a better hand on their children. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And let this be a lesson. Always, always trust your gut. Um, because if you feel like something isn't right, it's probably true that something isn't right. And I can tell you that. There have been so many times where I've abandoned my intuition and it is like abandoning yourself sometimes, honestly. So be there for yourself, take care of yourself and remember always that to keep you safe. Yes. Because wow. I can't believe both of us. Wow. But like Pauline, your life just wow. Crazy. But. Oh, it's okay. It's like, it's fine now, but. If I would have, if you ever think that you're like, oh, wow, this is like the cute, nerdy, golden retriever, like boy, but he's a little weird and he gives off school shooter vibes, fucking run, fucking run to the hills, honey. And don't look back because I can't tell you how many times I wrote off his weirdness and his anger issues is just like cute, like boy behavior. But if you're having to like take care of someone else when you're the small age of like 16 17 18 19 or 20 because somebody can't handle their own emotions then they're not ready to be in a relationship like with you or anyone else because like there were so many times that I felt like I should have left but then I was just like I'm just being silly I'm just being silly and then there were times that I really did try to leave and then he just kept randomly showing back up and pretending that we weren't broken up so I just didn't know what to do and he would tell his family that we were still dating and like my parents and I would tell my parents like I'm not really sure what happened they would just be like okay (laughs) but yeah always your gut always and your tarot cards always listen to those two so this has been how me and Rachel met plus our terrible terrible dating stories this has been an April Fool's episode because we feel like clowns all the time. So. But uh, just as a little disclaimer, there was no joke. All of that was true. <laughs> Our yeah. lives are joke. The joke is this is the realest podcast episode ever so far. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, find us on Instagram at Gen Z's Guide to Politics. And you can also stream us on many different platforms uh, under the same name talk about something just dm us on instagram yes dm us and we will definitely take topics into consideration so send us your terrible dating stories because we want to have a we want to have a giggle yes exactly exactly so not at you with you yeah we're laughing with you so (laughs) all right y'all have a good one have a good day tools